the chances are what your deepest desire is and what you deeply, deeply desire for your life is not only possible, but with the right mindset and the right thought patterns and the right vibes about it, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Like it's just, it's the law. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another epic episode of High Vibe in It. It's your co-hosts here. Another solo episode for you guys, which are few and far between. So you're welcome. It's going to be a fun time. <laughs> My name is Kelsey Aida. And I'm Lindsay, hypnotherapist and lover of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll give a random fact too. Uh, Ooh, random. She just ate a muscadine. I There's just a random fact. ate a muscadine, which and apparently is a type of grape, and it was very sweet, and I don't know how I feel about it, but <laughs> other than eating uh, interesting fruits these days, I'm also an author, and I um, host retreats and this podcast and all kinds of things, and it's so funny because I was like, Lindsay, we have to introduce ourselves and say what we do on the episode today because I had this woman apply for my retreat shout out if you're listening you will know who you are and she I was like how did you find out about the retreat and she was like well I always go to five below and I'm always getting my manifesting like fun little manifesting things there and leave with a bunch of books and I bought your book letters to the universe and I was just like yes vibing with the book and then I went on your website and I saw the retreat and I was like oh so you didn't hear about it like through the podcast and she was like she was like, well, there, she didn't know that I hosted this podcast, even though she listens to it all the time. She was like, well, there's only three podcasts that I really, oh, really stop love. it. One is spiritual shit. One is my spiritual BFF or something like that. I didn't know that one. And then the other one is high vibe in it. And I was like, you know, I'm that's the host my of podcast. high vibe in it, right? <laughs> you know, that's literally our podcast and I was like wow we really How need to start funny. introducing ourselves better okay again. well then I think we should start over so I'm <laughs> Lindsay hypnotherapist and intuitive coach and I help you achieve your goals and rewire your mind for success yes Healthy, you go that's what I'm talking about <laughs> we used to do this in the beginning we, should, we lost we, track but we got rusty for sure we got rusty but for anyone who is new or not new and thinks we're just these ambiguous co-hosts of high vibe in it <laughs> we also do other stuff outside of the podcast i'm a best-selling author um retreat host international retreat host which mm -hmm. is fun um transformation facilitator and really i just help people to manifest their highest timeline and love themselves deeply deeply through the process so yeah, we're your hosts. We should have Welcome. we should have each other like introduce each other next time. I think it would go on too long though. Because I'd be Probably. like, she has be like hair. 30 minutes. Her eyelashes are <laughs> longer than anyone else's in the world. Anyway. <laughs> we have like, a fun show like today. a little elf person in real life. It's amazing. Um, She's healthy. fun size. I take offense to that. I'm a fairy. Why? Oh, sorry. I thought you liked <laughs> elves too, not just fairies. I love Keebler elves because they make cookies. No, that's not true. I do love elves, but they're tall. If you're going for like the fantasy elves, they are tall. Oh, Fairies. really? Wow. I really don't, don't think... know my fantasy shit. I need well, to get on stick it. stick with me, kid. <laughs> I will. I have been for the last three years. <laughs> but anyway, our anyway. topic of conversation today 
I was mm-hmm. like looking around my office thinking of like, what should we talk about? And in pure manifesting generator style, I was like looking for something to respond to. And I like looked over at my bookshelf and I saw like a bunch of the books that I've written. And I was like, well, maybe we should just take it back to the basics and talk about intention setting work and like some best practices, some do's and don'ts when it comes to scripting, visualization, when to set your intentions, how often to do them, some parameters, some, you know, this seems to be helpful, this seems to be Mm -hmm. less helpful, and just have an open and honest conversation about that. So whether you're new to manifesting, or I would say also intermediate to manifesting, this episode, I think you will love. And this is beautiful, because it's basically step one, like if you ever want anything in your life, usually where you start is like, okay, what do I want? What, what is it that I actually want? And so intention setting is, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest pieces of it. So it's a great place to start and really kind of dissect it a little bit. Yeah. So here, let's get like personal with it instead of just like information, information, information. When you want something new, what's (laughs) like the first thing you go to do? Like, are you getting out your dream jar? Because I know you love a good dream jar moment. I do love a dream jar. Are you like doing hypnosis on yourself? Like what's your favorite? go-to intention setting practice okay this is a perfect time to ask me this because I've never been so uh not I don't not know what I want but it's been more difficult for me in this current phase of my life than it has been in the past so I think your witchy vibes are really showing today because you somehow knew that I was gonna and you then you put me on the spot so now I have to really think about it okay (laughs) When I, when I feel like I have a goal or, or there's a new level that I want to hit or something like that, I think probably uh, the first, one of the first things I do is write it down. You know, I, I, I love lists. I love checklists. I love, uh, we've talked about the, the checklist in the past on the show with the guest and dream jars and things like that, but I love writing it down. Um, you know, if you are a veteran of the show, then you'll remember that handwriting is a direct link to your subconscious mind. And that is my, <laughs> I was going to say my playground. It's not that, it's not like that, but it is, it is my, I guess, zone of expertise in the subconscious and what we take in and how we take it in. So writing it down is a very potent way to get it into the subconscious. And it's also why journaling is so effective. You, If your intention is to get it out, then handwriting is a very effective way to do that through journaling. But going back to intention setting, writing it down is probably for me one of the most powerful things because if you write it down, am I talking too fast? (laughs) If you write it down and you don't feel the way you thought you'd feel about it, it gives you looking at it on the paper sometimes can give you more um, perspective as to more uh, about that thing. It can also give you more direction as to like, oh, when I wrote it down, it didn't really feel that good. Maybe I want to redirect it somewhere. So there is a certain power in writing it down because you can examine it on paper and actually see it from a different perspective versus just thinking about it and thinking about it all the time. Um, yeah, so I, I would say writing it down and then we can we can talk about the feelings in a minute. <laughs> yes, I'm glad that you said that because I'm the same. Mm-hmm. I go straight to my journal. So nowadays... Well, I have like two journals. I have my Letters to the Universe, which is my book journal that I created, which I do use my own book for anyone wondering. And also I just have like a regular journal where I'll write like my gratitudes or yeah. I'll just vent about stuff or I will manifest stuff in there too. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. going for my journal first things first when I have an intention. 
And I'm happy that you said that because mm-hmm. we're so similar in this way. We There's are. something about writing it down that immediately turns it from a thought into a thing. Yes. You immediately make it physical. You make it real. You document it for yourself and the universe and potentially others. And like you said, it's the hand subconscious coordination aspect too. There's something very um, supportive there as well. And did you know, I actually don't know the exact statistic, but I heard this once somewhere. So forgive my uh, (laughs) lack of detail on this, but very, 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 very few people write down their goals. And it's a shame that because I have more data on this. Dr. Gail Matthews, a psychology professor at Dominican University in California, did a study on goal setting with 267 participants. And she found that you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals just by writing them down. Yep. 42% more likely which is almost 50% more yeah, likely. That, that almost doubles your chances. Your goal. Yes, that is wild just from writing it down. So knowing that, why wouldn't you write it down? Why wouldn't you write it down? Why wouldn't you? I mean, it doesn't hurt anything. And maybe I, I would say the only reason somebody wouldn't is because they don't know what you just said. But now you do, so write it down. Now or they do, don't know what they seconds. want. I really don't know a lot of people lately who don't know what they want. And I'm like, how can you not know? Because I always have such specific desires, but- Maybe we should talk on that. We should, because this is where we, this is where our fork in the road, you know, we go different (laughs) directions because my, based on human design, my manifesting style, we found out is a non-specific and yours is specific. Uh, I I don't like writing dates when I write my intentions because that's too, like too much pressure and I don't like having a deadline. Um, But there are some people that love to write dates on that stuff. And that goes back to the more specific type. That also one of the pitfalls of being a non-specific is you don't always know what you want. You don't always know what it looks like, but you know what it feels like. And sometimes that's enough, but it can help to have a little bit of that picture filled out, you know, if you if you can get those details. Yeah. I like to advise people who are like, I don't know what I want to help me to just go broader and focus on the feelings. Like What's the everybody feeling? knows how they want to feel in life what are some of the core essences that you want to extract from your life what are some of the core themes you want to experience is it happiness is it optimal health is it companionship is it whatever it is is it purpose is it feeling fulfilled is it being um excited a lot is it creating is it being creative you know we all have these like innate desires in our heart that if you just ask the question Let's ask the question. Reveal themselves to you. Let's ask the question to the listeners. So, if there's anybody listening that's like me right now, who just really is kind of vague in their desires and intentions and doesn't always know what specifically they want. So, just play this little game and say, if whatever I want brought a feeling, what would the feeling be? What is the feeling that I'm trying to uh, achieve in my life? And this is like an overall theme. For me, at least, this would be like the overall theme for my life. What do I want to feel consistently? What is the feeling? And for me, it's probably, you have to play two cows, by the way. For me, it's probably uh, security, safety, freedom. You know, that feeling of just, I, I, here's the feeling. This is the best way I can describe it. 
when you get home from work, if you work outside the home and you like take your shoes off, maybe your pants and your bra because they're just too tight and you lay down on the couch and you just breathe out like the deepest sigh, that's the feeling. <laughs> that's the one. So <laughs> whatever that's called, relief, I guess. Relief, relief. ease, um, comfort, freedom, and adventure. Hmm. I love that. I need adventure. Yeah. I like when you don't know exactly what you want or you think you don't know what you want. Um, yeah. The question of how do I want to feel is super beneficial, which I will give my answer in a second. But also to add to it, a question of who do I want to be? Yeah. You know, like I came into this life for a purpose to be someone, to do something, to have some sort of experience. What? Mm -hmm. What? do I think that is? What would I want that to be? What do I speculate? My soul was like, hey, we're going to go down and do that thing. What? <laughs> yes. What does the person who has the feelings that I want, like, how does she act? What does she do? How does she make decisions? What is her attitude kind of thing? Or um, his. Or theirs. Or theirs or his. I'm sorry. Yes, of course. <laughs> no, uh, I always speak through a feminine perspective because that's just how I live. <laughs> yes. And we know there's lots of ladies listening on the other end. Yeah, so we love that. But yeah, how do I want to feel? Mm, I want to feel abundant, free, creative, fulfilled, uh, contributing, helpful, expansive. Um, I want to feel like my life is super optimized, like every area is like at the highest, healthiest level possible for me in that moment. Um, and I want to be love and I want to be creative and I want to be beautiful and I want to be passionate and I want to be having lots of fun and I want to be in That's a lot. luxury and I want to be just the yeah, all she's gonna go all day wizard lady, <laughs> wizard, enchantress, sorceress. Yeah. A good sorceress. Yes. Yes. And we can all like attach ourselves to a couple feelings, core feelings that we, that we want. And so it's, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself to figure out the specifics. I have done that in the past. I did that recently. I was like, Lindsay, get it together. What is it? What do you want? It can be anything. You can have anything. What do you want? And it's just very difficult sometimes. So, so I would say in those moments, don't, don't try to be specific. As Kelsey said, um, scale it out a little bit, zoom out. What do you want to feel? And that's the feeling that you can attach to. What do you want to feel? There's your anchor. And from there, usually the picture will unfold for you because we're all just chasing feelings anyway. That's all it is. You want a new car? What's the feeling that comes with a new car? Freedom. Guess what? You're chasing freedom. And that can come in many forms. You just attach it materialistically to a red sports car. Um, we're always chasing feelings. So if, if that's all you can grab onto, wonderful. Do you think there are any people that can't? Do you think there's anyone listening that's like, well, I can't even do that? Probably. But I would say if you're one of those people and you're lacking the mental clarity or like the optimism, you're probably just feeling bad. So I would say first things first, just work on feeling better in general. And then once yeah. you feel better and you raise your vibration, you'll have a lot more clarity and more direction and more you know, focus a really good way to feel a little bit better or at least a little less crappy emotional guidance scale we've had a whole i think we did a whole episode on yeah the we just did one scale. 
recently. Um, so you can go back and check that out. If you can't find it, just Google high vibe in it, emotional guidance scale. And, uh, I have some things in my membership about the emotional guidance scale, but it's basically just a emotional ladder that you can climb up or climb down depending on where you are. Uh, but there's always, what, how do I say this? There's always one step up that you can take. So even if you feel the most hopeless, the most depressed, the most, uh, unclear of what you want, the most hate, whatever it is, there's always one step up that you can take. And then you feel a little less crappy. You don't feel good necessarily, but that's okay. Cause you will, you just feel a little less crappy for the day and your work is done. So if you need more guidance on that, <laughs> go to the emotional guidance scale episode. If you're ready to heal from the past, start manifesting your highest potential and love yourself deeply through the process, you're in luck because I just opened up a few new one-on-one -on -one coaching spots. As your transformation facilitator, I help you to expedite your healing, accelerate your growth, and design your life intentionally with me as your unconditional support, guiding, and holding space for you along the way. It's a little bit tricky for me to put into words exactly what happens in each session as they are so unique and my coaching style is deeply intuitive so here are some client experiences that i will read to you to give you an idea of what it's like in their words <laughs> i'm a new and improved version of myself after working with kelsey i have so much less anxiety so much more self-compassion and in all caps <laughs> the emotional resilience and freedom i've tapped into is unreal Another client of mine said, I honestly cannot begin to tell you the shift that has occurred for me already. I was in such turmoil before we started working together and now I can access so much more joy and positivity. I have never been able to do this before. Kelsey is amazing. This work is amazing. Even my doctor is extremely impressed by what Kelsey and I have been able to accomplish together. I've tried traditional therapy and while I did make some helpful discoveries in this, I find my healing sessions with Kelsey to be even more life-giving. With all that being said, if you're feeling the call or even just curious, you can learn more about working with me at kelseyaida.com coaching and I will link to this in the show notes. Yeah, and listen to the human design episodes we did with Christine Hayes, I believe it was. And also we talked about mm -hmm. the specific, non-specific manifesting piece, um, I believe more recently in a more recent human design episode too. So if you're like, oh, I didn't know I could be a specific or non-specific manifester, that's a human design situation. It um, is. We're so, so deep into you... the podcast now that everything we talk about has a companion episode. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can always go back and like learn more and go deeper and pretty soon people will be able to binge like a whole topic because there will yeah. be so many episodes Like a on playlist. That. Yes, exactly. Maybe we can like organize it someday where it's like all the self-love episodes, all the manifesting We need a episodes, VA. All the, all the- Any volunteers message us. <laughs> yes, send us a message. Send us help. If you need, if you know what you're doing. Okay. Um, so we wrote it down. We got the feeling that we want. What else can we do? Personally, I'm super into visualization meditations, yes. especially guided ones where someone's telling me what to feel which, and imagine and see. Which you know what you're doing then, right? If it's a guided one, you know what it is. We've talked about this. Yeah. It's hypnosis. 
I was waiting for you to give the you were waiting for <laughs> drum roll. Yeah. If if it's any sort of thing where they are guiding you and 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 uh inviting you to see a forest or to you know have a yellow glow spreading throughout your body, yeah, you're going into hypnosis. Sorry about it. But meditation, actually not sorry, because it's amazing. Meditation is more of a clearing as, you know, the the classic uh, definition of meditation is a clearing of the energy, a cleansing, a clearing of the mind so that you can receive, you know, that guidance and that harmony that you want. And uh, hypnosis is has a targeted objective uh, laser focus in mind. So, mm, okay. So with that differentiation mm-hmm. and that distinction, I would say I meditate for about 10 minutes and then I go into hypnosis for about 10 minutes. Okay. So clear the mind, slow the nervous yes. system, prep the bod, and then go into the actual visualization and calling in what I want or imagining what it looks like or whatever that may be. Can I do a little teeny tiny non sequitur real quick? I think it might actually weave very well into the episode, but uh, a couple nights ago, my kids and I just watched the first episode of um, Limitless with Chris Hemsworth on Disney+. Plus. Have you heard of this? So this amazing Thor, right? He go he does like five or six episodes on different um different types of ways for longevity and living longer because his thing is like I want to be able to play with my grandkids and all this stuff. So he goes through these like extreme uh things to that that kind of go around these topics. So episode 1 is the only one I've seen yet and it's the stress proof episode. And he has to basically run into burning buildings and like walk, like scale off of a a crane off of this like 900 foot building to, to confront his, his panic, his fight or flight and kind of learn how to tame it in the moment. And it's, it's actually pretty incredible. He learns visualization, meditation. He learns box breathing, which is like, you know, obviously inhale four seconds, hold it four seconds, exhale four seconds. And it's all these different types of, uh, techniques I guess where but they're like so extreme that no no average person is ever going to be like let me go up this 900 foot building because it's in Australia whatever so it's just a very and and there's all kinds of episodes and I think the next one is about oh I just I forget but it's like uh I don't know it this anyway the stress one is very good I recommend everybody watching it because it does go into some basic things but it also actually teaches you why we go into fight or flight why our bodies have uh why our nervous systems don't know how to cope with the everyday stressors of life because, you know, it's constant. We live in a time where it's a constant, you know, the, the panic button's being pushed all the time. So he, it's a very great episode for anybody who has anxiety. By the way, everything he said about waking up in the middle of the night and like how he can't stop obsessing about these random things that pop in his head. I'm like, how does he know what I do? We're and I think same. it's very nice to know that even – you know, I know this is an obvious thing for some people, but it's nice to know that even the rich and powerful and famous, you can, you're never too, you you can't buy your way out of anxiety unless you really learn to deal with it. So it's, it's very interesting. Uh, I recommend it, highly recommend it. It was good for my kids too, because I was like, see guys, I told you breathing is helpful. See guys, I told you positive talk is good because I'm always, you know, hammering that home with them. But uh, anyway, so you said nervous system and it made me think of it. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, yeah, 
nervous system <laughs> soothing is good pre you do meditation manifestation. And, then, and then you well, do visualization. I would say even if I'm going to journal like if I'm going to do a visualization via journaling or like a scripting session I probably will meditate for 10 minutes mm-hmm. before and I like to set the tone with like whatever vibe I'm going for so let's say if I'm doing like a money manifestation session I'll probably listen to like 888 hertz frequency and like involve numerology and frequency in that way too so I'll be listening to the music meditating yeah writing it down and then I think I also shared I don't know if this was on the patreon or if this was in the actual episode that we recorded recently but I love to just get lost in teal swan's frequency painting or um, in her card deck that I use a lot with my clients, it's called the bl- blind, spot blind spot cards. Yeah, the blind spot cards. Um, I like to use visual symbolism. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or even my sister, she would at some point she created a a um, YouTube channel with like mind movies, so you can like visually program yeah. whatever it is that you are you know, looking to create. So that's another way, but I like to just get it from all the senses orally, visually in mm -hmm. my mind, in my body. And I feel like that just like compounds the manifestation effect versus just using one modality. Or I would like to offer a little bit of um, knowledge behind visualization, if I could. A little bit of science. So there's these, there are these people uh, what's it called? I'm going to look it up. What's the word where you can't visualize? You can't see. Um, can't visualize. It's like anaphasia or something. Hold on. And an- aphantasia. Okay. Aphantasia is the perceived inability. I say perceived, but it's because I'm Anyway, it's the perceived inability to be able to see pictures in your mind. And some people cannot see pictures. And it's interesting. If you're listening to this podcast and you can see pictures, Ask someone in your life if they can see an orange or see a lemon. And you might be surprised. Some of them will be like, no, I know what a lemon is. I know what an orange is, but I can't see it. So that's the, that's aphantasia. They just Wait, don't so see how it. many people have this? Okay. Is this like a rare you. thing? It's, it's this sounds thing. very rare. Um, I'm going to say it's, it's bigger than I thought it was because my husband even was like, I don't, I don't know. Apparently it's two to five percent of the population have a lifelong inability to generate any images within their mind's eye now again I don't you don't know because it's almost like you can never know what somebody is actually experiencing in their brain so if you ask me like can you see an orange in your mind I might be seeing an orange in my mind the way I think everybody does so I'm going to answer you in that way but if I'm seeing like a shadow of an orange or a silhouette of an orange, I might assume that I can't see anything and therefore, you know what I mean? So you can't ever know how, maybe you visualize different than me and we'll never know. But what's interesting is even if you're somebody who feels like they can't visualize or they can't see pictures, uh, if you're one of those two to 5% people, you can still visualize because visualizing in the mind isn't just seeing a picture of it. It's smelling the orange, right? It's peeling, hearing the peel. Can you hear it being peeled or sliced? Can you feel the weight of it in your hands? Can you, uh, or the bumps on the, on the peel? Can you taste it? Can you smell it? You know, things like that. So, uh, there are, we have six senses, well, five, but we have six. Most people 
you know, should, should just come become comfortable with the fact that you have a sixth sense, but we have a, at least five tangible senses that we can use to visualize. So if you can't see anything, imagine and emotionally, imagine feeling it, feeling it emotionally, imagine uh, seeing colors or shapes, or maybe just energy. There are many, many ways you can still experience the fulfillment of your goal in your mind. It just might not be the way that you think everybody else is doing it. That's okay anyway, because we're all about being unique and like trying yeah, it your own everyone's way. Everyone's going to have their own manifestation processes yeah. and favorite ways to do it in ways that light them up the most. So yeah. of course, it, there's never a one size fits all. The mind, you know, we were taught in, in school, in our, uh, in my, within my certification program, we were taught that the mind communicates in symbols and images. Um Again, if you have aphantasia, it just might be that you're not seeing them in the same way that other people are. But I do believe that everybody has the ability to at least visualize with one of their senses. So um, yeah, if I, I sometimes will get clients in my practice that are like, yeah, I can't see any images. Is this just not going to work for me? And they're very happy when I tell them that like, I've never ever had anybody not experience something, whether it's, you know, a different sense or what have you, because that's kind of my job to help you be able to do that. So even if you're somebody that can't just, you know, try a different sense, it might work very well. Well, I think it's safe to say that we all have an imagination that can be used in different ways. Yeah. Even if you're not a super visual person, um, yeah. there are so many other ways to access your so imagination. Many. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about visualization or even scripting, which is just a way of writing down basically your visualization or mm -hmm. any other intention setting practice it's really, really important to turn your imagination all the way up. Indeed. So what now? Let's what talk now? about okay. like when, how long, how often, and not like rules of thumb because like we mm -hmm. said, there's no size fits all. And also I already wrote about this in both of my newest books, but maybe we can talk about like our favorite time of day and like how often we like to do these practices. Okay, so I'm always going to say within the first 30 minutes of waking up or before 30 minutes before you fall asleep because your subconscious mind, which is where all and any goal you've ever had has been achieved, has come has beca is because your subconscious put a stamp of approval on it. So if you want to get your subconscious on the same team as your goal, do it within those times. Your subconscious is the most receptive and the most um, likely to accept anything that it's going to get from you, which is also why getting up and scrolling Instagram or Facebook or seeing horrible news on the internet first thing in the morning is probably not the best thing for you to do for, you know, if you ever needed a reason why not to, <laughs> there's a good one. But yeah, your subconscious is very, very receptive within those times. So those are the best times to do it before bed, Right after you wake up, your, bo your body, your mind is listening intently to whatever you want to tell it and, and uh, allow it to believe. Okay, I have a question about that because okay. I've been doing like hypnosis when I'm falling asleep and a lot mm -hmm. of the times I will fall asleep before it's over. So if yeah. I'm already asleep, am I still getting programmed or not? Nah? This is a very good question. Okay, so because they always say if you fall asleep, it's no big deal. It'll still work. I'm like, will it still work? It's not it. Well, they're right. It's not a big deal. However, as far as I'm aware, sitting here today, there is no conclusive study or evidence that says you cannot learn while you sleep. Nor have I seen any studies or science that say you can learn while you sleep. 
So it's inconclusive. The jury is still out. And I haven't seen any studies that say either way. I will say that if you fall asleep during a hypnosis audio, a lot of my clients have this question. You're going to be fine. You're not going to be, I know this wasn't your question, but it is a big one. You're not going to be stuck in hypnosis because you're just not, you're going to, you're going to wake up and come out of it. Uh, you're not going to be like, if you do feel extra tired in the morning, I always tell people just to count themselves back out and say their name out loud. So one, two, three, four, five eyes open wide awake, very easily done. Um, it's very, I would say impossible to get stuck in hypnosis. If you have chronic anxiety, then you are stuck in hypnosis because you're stuck in a state, an altered state, uh, which is very easily remedied. But no, I don't, I don't know. I'd say keep doing it. Keep, there are hypnosis that allow you to fall asleep and it can't hurt you. It can't hurt to do it. So I would say keep doing it, but stay awake as long as you can maybe Yeah. <laughs> before, before it's the, the in-between space where the money's at. I get that. Yes. But I'm curious about like programming yourself while you're sleeping at, by a, which point, like when you fall asleep, does that mean the hypnosis you're not taking it in anymore? Like, I yeah, guess because really there's know. this, there is a distinction between subconscious activation and unconscious sleep. There right. is a distinction. So, so again, the, nobody, nobody I've seen really knows if you, if the mind can still take in information once you are unconscious asleep. Uh, if anybody knows of any studies, please do let me know because it's, it would give me a lot better answer to tell my clients. But as of now, I just say, just do it. Who cares? <laughs> as long as it's a good one and it makes you feel good. When I give my clients sleep hypnosis, I will do the hypnosis and then I'll add 45 minutes of like ambient, uh, you know, theta waves and things like that so that they can uh, drift away after the hypnosis is done. So maybe I would just say, stay awake as long as you can and then drift, drift your little self off to sleep. Drift on. Drift <laughs> on. I wish I had a better answer, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that just interesting. popped into my head. So yeah, curious about that. Yeah. But for me, I guess I love right when I wake up in the morning mm -hmm. or like as a part of my morning routine to get into my journal usually like meditating right upon waking up I'll fall back asleep so I need at least like 20 minutes to like wake up first before I meditate um but I also love bedtime but I really been loving, I love like, bedtime I love bedtime <laughs> for manifesting and intentions any work but I've also really been loving like the later afternoon if I'm like mm -hmm. done working or in between client sessions and it starts to get like really pretty outside I'll just go on my back porch and bring yeah. my journal with me or bring my letters to the universe with me or not just bring nothing and just enjoy ponder, the moment enjoy the moment envision my future feel super excited for my best life which I'm already living my best life but you know there's always a best best next level so <laughs> getting into the feels of the next level I'd say the only wrong time to do these practices is if you're super low vibe or you're like in a really shitty mood or you're just feeling terrible um maybe hold off. <laughs> yeah, I actually wrote about that in uh, my pocket guide to manifestation. And I think letters to the universe too, because when you're feeling super, super shitty is not like the best time to like do your scripting and affirmations yeah. and journaling and visualization. That's the time to get really clear about what you don't like about your life, what's not yeah. working, aka what would be working what you do want and when you're in those really low moments of contrast like abraham hicks always says you're shooting off those rockets of desire so mm -hmm. i write about those as step zero of the manifestation process it's not that you're not manifesting 
you are. That's where the desire is born. It's born from the contrast. So this is an important part of the manifestation process, but not the best time to do your intention setting work. So I always tell people, do your intention setting work when you're feeling like the most excited, the most optimistic, the most open to possibility. Like, let's say you just came back from the gym and you're like, yeah, feeling good, feeling empowered. Mm -hmm. You're like all hyped up on endorphins great time to dive into your journal or if you woke up on the right side of the bed perfect time to do that or even if you're just feeling tired from a long day you're so tired that you're open you're just open to possibility that's a good time to do it too you just have to be open um I, I you know there there was a saying when I was studying hypnosis that said and this was going for self hypnosis but I think it's in the same vein as like any kind of mindset practice that you're gonna do if you do it, let's say you try to self-hypnotize when you're depressed. It's kind of like alcohol. If you drink when you're already depressed, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> you're right. going to get, it's it's like an exaggerator. An but amplifier. if you are, yes, an amplifier. But if you're very excited and you try to do self-hypnosis, it's going to amplify that too. It's going to make you more excited, more open, more, more uh, anticip- anticipatory, more just high vibe in general. And it's the same with any kind of mindset work. So I, you know, that's a good rule of thumb. If you're However, you're feeling in that moment, whatever mindset practice you're going to do is only going to uh, magnify what you're already feeling. So that's why we say that. I like it. So we went over the when, the how, well, we didn't really go over how long or how often. I try to do at least 20 minutes if I'm going to dive into something. Yeah, 20 minutes is good. It's a nice bite size. I also love Abraham Hicks' 17 seconds of pure thought. Right. That is something anyone can do. Have you heard of this? You must have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is basically you just focus intently for 17 seconds on whatever it is that you want. And that's potent thought for 17 seconds is enough to give you crazy momentum toward your goal. Yeah, and it's day. compounding. So if and you go 17 seconds and another 17 seconds and another 17 seconds, for some reason, intuitively, I feel very strongly that 11 minutes is like a solid, solid tipping point where you mm-hmm. can become entrained into a certain frequency. So I like to go for at least like 12 to 20. Yeah. But yeah, at least 17 seconds is going to at I least mean, get you some energetic momentum going in the right direction. But if yeah. you do 17 seconds a day of positive focus and the rest of the day, you're like complaining about your life, then no, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't, and this is why I like 17 seconds because normally I'm like, you know, I get it. Your parents, you, you have kids, you have a busy life. If you don't look, I am the biggest like time waster. You know, if I'm sitting on my couch, good luck. I'm done for the day. If you don't have 17 seconds, like what? Nobody doesn't have 17 seconds, even me. And I'm the biggest person that's going to be like, no, I don't have time for that. I don't have time, guys. I have 17 seconds. Everybody does. It's the easiest thing. And I think that the path of least resistance, you know, for whatever lifestyle you have can sometimes be the best way to go, at least for the moment. Like, let's say every day for a week, you do 20 minutes of deep meditation and visualization and journaling. But then on that, you know, eighth day, you can't do anything. Guess what? You can do 17 seconds. So that's why I like this one, because everyone can do it no matter who you are, no matter where you live, no matter what your lifestyle is like, you can just take 17 seconds. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. 
These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal, once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal, and that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back, and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. And you're good. You've done at least some of the work. You've done a, a big chunk of the of the manifestation right there. You've created an energetic imprint Indeed. in the infinite field of possibilities. Yes. I like it. 17 so I was seconds, guys. To wrap up this episode before we wrap it up, I wanted to share a couple of do's and don'ts, basic do's and don'ts of intention setting work slash manifestation work. This is kind of um, like our episode last week, the bad advice piece. Yes, kind of. Um, I'll share, maybe I'll share two do's and two don'ts. I have a list here in um, one of my books that I already wrote, Letters to the Universe. In the beginning, there is a little chapter on manifesting before you go into the journaling. But this part, I'm just, I'm not going to read them all because there's too many, but I'll just dive into a couple. And Lindsay, I want your take on these. Okay. So number one being do keep it fun because manifestation works best when it's fun and playful. Thoughts? Well, I agree. Of course. I agree. And, and everything's better when it's fun, <laughs> including work. I've been trying lately, especially in this season to just do the fun things. And it, it's, it's just, it's just something I have to do for myself and manifestation um, must be fun. I, or what are you manifesting? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're just doing it to make yourself suffer for what? <laughs> if you if you As manifest to an end during bad feelings, you're probably just gonna manifest more bad feelings. So if if it if you don't feel fun that day, do something that does feel fun until you feel fun enough to do some manifestation. I like it. And then another one, this is manifesting in general. Do mm -hmm. stay flexible. It's your job to let the universe know what you want, and it's the universe's job to figure out the how and the when. So this means be open to possibility. Yeah. This means don't manifest a specific person. Like I always Gosh. say, this means, you know, if you're going for a promotion or something like that, you can visualize it or intend for it to be this or something better because maybe there's a whole different career path for you that's way better. You'll make way more money, be oh, way more fulfilled yeah. and energized and you just don't know. Universe well, here's that. the thing. Most of the time, it will be better. Most You can pretty much put your money on the fact that whatever the universe has in store for you is way better than what you're thinking in your noggin because we're humans and we are very limited. Even our most wildest dream is still limited by human parameters of possibility. The universe always has something better up her sleeve, I say her, uh, for you because we're just, we're just limited in these little bodies. You know, we, we, we can be expansive. We can be high vibe, but we're still very limited. So always assume that it's going to be better if you give a little bit of the power to the universe and you will never be disappointed. Yes. Co-creating folks, co-creating. Okay. I going said, in I've said indeed like 75 times on this. <laughs> Who is channeling today. through my body right now? Like what? 
aristocrat is speaking through <laughs> me. The other day I said indubitably. What's what? going on? Indubitably. I feel like I'm on the Titanic. Like what's happening here? Anyway, <laughs> maybe you were. Maybe. <laughs> One of my past lives is leaking through these past few days. Yes, I think. Well, you do love history. I'm sure you've I had plenty of past lives. Where Indeed, I do fancy Kelsey. words. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why. I don't know why it's happening. <laughs> okay, so moving on to two of the mm-hmm. don'ts. Okay, this is a biggie. I think we've talked about this before, but I can't remember. Don't judge your desires. When you criticize your desire, it's usually an attempt to unwant it because a part of you just doesn't know how you can ever get it. But you can't unwant what you want. It's literally impossible. So give me an example of of judging desire. Like if you're like, oh, like for me, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I want to sell millions of books. And then I'm like, Ah, that's not possible. Statistically, Uh, bad chances. Uh, Like, I shouldn't want such big dreams. Oh, I'm such a big dreamer. So annoying. I'm such a burden to myself for having such big dreams that are so unattainable. And then you just spiral. And you, like, try and judge yourself out of wanting what you want. Or, like, if you want a certain type of relationship and you're like, oh, I'm so shallow for wanting that. Or, you know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't want that because so many other people have less. Or any, any, this can show up in so many different ways. I like, yeah, I get it now. I, I actually have, um, and I kind of thought that's what you meant, but I actually have done that versions of that. I don't remember ever judging myself for wanting it, but I definitely, definitely am like, oh, that's very unlikely. What the heck am I thinking? Like, what's going on? And I, and it's almost, it's so still at 37 years old, it is so automatic in my brain to be like, one second so excited and the next second like like your balloon's been deflated because you're like meh but I look at all the other times in my life where I've had that feeling and the deflation and I actually stood up to it like when I became a hypnotherapist remember I talk about this a lot I had the voice that was like no do something safe what are you thinking you have a child now you're about to get married you cannot be doing this risky thing and getting a student loan and all this thing and then immediately I heard another voice that was like Mm, but why? <laughs> like, but why can't I? Because it sounds really fun. And anyone who's ever done it has had to do the same thing I'm doing now. So maybe I should just start. And I've overcome those moments. So if if that's you too, maybe you could think of other times in your life where you were able to overcome the judgment and get back into the excitement and actually do the thing. Because nothing's really impossible. I mean, not really, right? I mean, I guess... Very few things are not. Possible. You can't sprout we wings are, and fly out the window. But we are limited that. to like the laws of this time space reality <laughs> on this planet as human beings. But given all of that, anything is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> what what you're thinking, what your deepest desire, because I don't think anyone's deepest desire is to like fly out the window with wings. Maybe it is. But what your the chances are what your deepest desire is and what you deeply, deeply desire for your life is not only possible, but with the right mindset and the right thought patterns and the right vibes about it, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Like it's just, it's the law. I mean, going off your example, even if somebody does want to fly, there are many <laughs> ways you gonna can go fly. Meta. She's going to go so high <laughs> with this You can literally guy. go in an airplane. You can literally be a cliff diver and wear a squirrel okay, suit. But, you can literally go but what I into said an was, skydiving place. 
I said sprout wings and fly out the window. Yeah, but maybe that's not possible. And then you go broader and it is possible. Well, yes. Just like when someone says, I want to marry that person, but they're already taken. Okay, not possible. But maybe you want to marry that type of person. Yeah. Boom. Now there's 2 million people that match that description. Yeah, I think what I was, what kind of I wanted to say when you said don't manifest specific person, which we've talked about plenty of times. I there's think a you whole can, episode on it. There's a whole back, episode. Back, you back, can back, manifest back. a specific type of person. So what are the qualities you appreciate about, I don't know, just shooting a name out, you know, Justin Timberlake, whatever. I don't know. Oh my gosh, both of our celebrity <laughs> crushes are Justin because mine's Justin Baldoni. And it um, is, I remember did that. Did you see that he liked my Instagram story the other day because I no. reposted a reel that he shared? Okay. No, so I grounded Baldoni, myself from Instagram over the weekend. For those of you who don't know, is my biggest celebrity crush. He's so gorgeous. He's so smart. He's almost my birthday twin. I think our birthdays are one day apart. Oh, so you would not get along like, then. Do two Aquarians like get along? In love with myself in no <laughs> form, <laughs> which is great coming from the self-love coach. <laughs> yeah. And he was talking about how you need to feel your feelings to heal and how yeah. we talk people out of feeling their feelings. And literally- Everything I've said on this podcast a hundred thousand times, and he was saying it on someone else's podcast to promote yeah. one of his new books that he wrote for young men. And I was like, "Wow, me and my celebrity crush always spit in the same like fire, basically always like yes. on the same rampages." And I posted it in my story, and he liked it. Why don't you start I was visualizing more. getting his butt on our show so we can all have an amazing conversation? I also had that thought, so. When I summon the courage and muster, <laughs> muster the confidence, I will be like, remember that one time you liked my story? Uh, yeah. <laughs> will you come on our show? <laughs> remember? Remember? I say good things. Come on our show. I'll say more good things. Uh, yeah. But yeah, if you want to anyway. just, if you want to pick out the things you appreciate about that person, absolutely. There are millions of people who fit that description that would make you unbelievably happy that are probably have a soul contract with you and are just waiting for you to get your shit together and stop trying to manifest this loser and manifest a better person instead sorry <laughs> yeah don't manifest losers and in good this, rule of thumb <laughs> you're too good to date a loser okay if they don't want you fuck them if they they're don't want you, it. they're not for you. But guess who is for you? Lots of other people who are better. <laughs> yes. Remember, the universe has much better person out there, much better, just waiting for you to just, just decide. I know <laughs> that this episode is speaking to some people right now. Like, damn, I need to get off this. <laughs> I don't know where this, this passion's coming from. This guy, like, yeah, open yourself to possibility and people who are available. What people who are ready, willing, and able to rock yes, the world? Yes. Yes. Good criteria. Okay, last don't yeah. when it comes to the manifestation practice slash process. Don't be impatient, needy, or rude. Nobody likes to be pushed around and the universe is no exception. I like it. It's a good one, right? Because it's a relationship with the universe. Like you're not also, doing this all by yourself. Also, we understand. Well, I'm going to say I am one of the most impatient people that I know. And it is a battle for me to not be impatient. And I know, Kelsey, you and I have had very similar conversations with each other on opposite sides where we're just like, oh, where is it? Oh, why isn't it here yet? Oh, I've done all the work. Uh, and we're going to have those days. Everyone is. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not possible to always be perfect. But know that when you are being impatient, 
there's a reason and you can ask appropriate questions to get the appropriate answers about yourself and why you feel unsafe waiting a little longer. It's 121 on 112122. Oh, we got the numbers working in our favor. Magic. Love I had it. to get the sentence out before the time changed. Great <laughs> manifestation numbers. Great, also, great, a hummingbird flew into my garage today. I think it's a good. I think it's a good sign. You love hummingbirds. That's I love thing. hummingbirds. It's always a good sign for me. And Aww. it was like perfect timing. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think we should end the episode on that lovely note of numerology and synchronicity and hummingbirds and magic and don't be impatient. Live your and best life. <laughs> Wales and United States tied one to one. So there's something also that happened. For anyone mm. that's watching FIFA, you probably know this already, but it was a surprise to me because it just happened. <laughs> Coming at you live. There's another one recording from Lindsay Robinson on High Vibe. I had the, I'm not gonna say I didn't have the score up while I was talking, but you know, gotta know. I don't care about sports unless it's FIFA and it's every four years. So I can I can be geeked out every four years. Like what you like, girl. Like what I you know, like. right? We're all about it. So yeah, I would say in summary, you know, anything is possible. You can mm -hmm. manifest it all. There are better times to intention set. Optimum times, yes. Yeah, more optimal times for sure. Um, do it when you're feeling excited, expansive, open. Um, if you're not feeling like that, that's just your invitation for more self-love. Slow it down, cry it out, whatever you got to do to raise your vibration and get back to a more open, healed space. And yeah. This is fun. Manifesting is fun. And it I will tell fun. you from experience that it motherfucking works. So, and I will tell you from experience that it works and it feels amazing when it works. And it's also the hardest thing to do sometimes because, yeah, because your own stuff. And that's okay. That's yeah. what we're here for. And that's, that's why, why we've done a bunch of episodes on resistance, releasing mm -hmm. resistance. That's why I put exercises in my books on how to release resistance because that is also a key component, just not the one we're talking about today. Indeed. <laughs> oh, I did it today. again. Please stop the episode because I'm going to say it more. I okay. don't know what's happening. We, on that note, we really need to end. If you guys want more resources, um, just go to my website and check out the two latest books that I wrote are specifically for manifesting processes scripting there's letters to the universe there's my pocket guide to manifestation so many exercises in there and it's all the stuff that i like to use that actually works not just like oh do this because i learned yeah somewhere. no we only like, talk about works. stuff that has worked for us mm -hmm. so yeah and that's a good resource Lindsay's hypnosis membership awesome resource for manifesting all the things via hypnosis I have, yep. I have, because again, once you get your subconscious mind on the same team as your conscious goal, that's 100% of your mind. And in case you don't know, your subconscious is 90 to 95% of your mind. <laughs> so if it's not on I board, a lot. you got a lot of work cut out for you, unless you do hypnosis. So I have actually client spots opening for 2023. If you're interested in personal coaching with hypnosis, um, I also, as Kelsey said, have a man, uh, sorry, a hypnosis, I guess it's a manifesting membership. Cause that's all hypnosis really is anyway, a hypnosis membership that you can join. And if, if I'm going to say this, Kelsey, if this episode airs on cyber Monday, which is when we have it scheduled to air, you will be on the last day of my black Friday deals for membership and client, um, spots. If this airs after Cyber Monday, through no fault of your own, dear listener, then I will still honor the discount if you hear it after Cyber Monday. I'd say within seven days of Cyber Monday. 
Fair. So I wanted to put that out because sometimes we do have the episodes air a day late and it's going to be cutting it really close. So uh, big, big sale going on at the time of this episode. So check it out if you want to. But there's lots of resources. Like Kelsey said, we're here to support you in your manifesting goals and nothing is out of reach, I would say. You can do it. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibinate community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at Kelsey Aida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video, and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick, and super fun to be there. Also, leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.